Support for My Depression's Got Jokes comes from Non-Profitability. We gas her up every Sunday and it's for good reason. Chantel Malachi has done so much amazing work in the nonprofit sector and she's here for those of us who try to save the world, i.e. those of us who have nonprofits. If you have a nonprofit or you are working to create a nonprofit and you need some help because the paperwork is a lot and it can be really confusing and really intimidating and you're like, why is it like this? And I just want to save the world. I don't understand why this is so hard. Definitely get in touch with Chantel Malachi. You can reach her at nonprofitability.org slash lift. She has so many amazing things that you can get with her with. And just check her out because she's awesome. And we guys her up for good reason. But if you are indeed that person that is trying to save the world, hit her up at nonprofitability.org slash lift. podcast for maybe what 15 minutes and I just let it all out so join the journey okay Um, but other than that I'm just out here trying to live my best life to encourage other people to live theirs as well and to also be unapologetic and to strip these uh, the world of these antiquated ways because we're not doing this anymore (laughs) we're not going to take it We ain't gonna, gonna take, take it. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have one person that's requesting that uh, Mimi, you introduce yourself one more time because they, they came in at the oh, tail oh. end of it. Okay. Hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Malenia Monet. Um, I am the owner of Serenity Richmond, which is a local based spa um, for women. Uh, we have herbal massage therapy, organic skincare. We are partnered with a nutritionist, um, and she's an herbalist also. We are everything holistically needed for your mind, body, and spirit. Um, I'm a massage therapist, a body-mind coach, and I guess we can get in that a little later, um, and a Reiki master. Yay! And if y'all um, know me, my name is Joy Donaldson. I just be doing shit. So... <laughs> <laughs> My name is Joy Donaldson, and I be doing shit. I be doing shit, but the (laughs) shit that I be doing is the shit. So (laughs) there that is. Uh, But yeah, so if you, again, are just joining us, this is My Depression's Got Jokes, the podcast where we disarm the stigma of mental health through humor. So we are talking about spirituality today. The three of us have been on our own individual journeys to to become the women that we are today, and we're going to dive into that, but firstly... If you guys don't know what the term head ashery is, <laughs> we're going to explain that oh, in, <laughs> in whatever ways that needs to be explained. But I'm going to let Tan take it from here to explain how we got to the moment in which we are in right now. Goodness. Okay. <laughs> so, so as, family. as my 
As the description that I sent you, I like to call myself a self-proclaimed anarchist. I like to start stuff. Can I say the stuff? You can say... No, I'm not going to say it. I like to start stuff. <laughs> and I start stuff in the name of challenging yourself, pushing yourself to think outside of your, like I said, your antiquated ways. Mm -hmm. I am challenging you to join us in the new world. Okay? This is why. That's my job. I know that. Okay, so anyways, yesterday on Facebook, I started a lot of stuff on Facebook. Uh, yesterday, um, I was totally, I didn't know anything that was going on. Apparently, black women all over the world were slandering black, Mike, Michael B. Jordan, and I didn't know why. So let's go a little bit into why okay. they decided to do that. I was I was in a bit yeah. of that conversation, and, and Mimi, if you know anything about that too, you can definitely join so in. So I'm all ears, like, okay. let me. Okay. So <laughs> what happened was, it, what happened was, what happened? so <laughs> uh, what was going on was that Michael B. Jordan was on a yacht in Italy, and outside of him won't near another melanated person in sight. Mm -hmm. So Michael B. Jordan had already been a problematic fave, problematic bay for a while because he had kind of posited himself to having a quote-unquote, preference for women of lighter skin. Okay. And the issue itself isn't the fact that he, that he likes what he likes, but it's more of the positing, well, I like this because this is dot, dot, dot. So a lot of women were feeling like, bro, you still out here, you supposed to well, feel how you feel about Killmonger. He, he had very ashy tendencies. <laughs> so very, very, very much... You know, if there was a Hotepi in Wakanda, that would be him. Right. So a lot of women were kind of calling that out. So he went on live. I don't know if it was Instagram or Facebook. Um, basically saying, y'all need to chill. Y'all wilding. And I many black women exist. Exist. In Italy. So <laughs> I just. <laughs> we, apparently we, we've we're never been in Italy. In Italy. Wow. So okay. y'all need to stop. I like all types of milk. Because he decided to equate human women, women to, to milk. milk. So <laughs> I like almond milk. I like chocolate milk. I like regular milk. I like milk. And so everybody was like, so you just going to keep just digging Dig this it. hole. <laughs> right. Right. You just going to keep going. Am I right. I like almond Right. How, how do you equate? I, no, I'm cashew. I'm, Look, and that's what I'm thinking. Like, uh, which one would I be? I'm definitely yeah. almond milk. Cashew. I'm definitely almond milk. You're, so, you're almond. <laughs> right. I'm definitely um, almond, almond milk. With your almond ass. <laughs> Was y'all all in ass? Um, but yeah, so that that was why people were kind of kicking up dust against Michael B. Jordan because he continues to put whatever size Jordan in his mouth, <laughs> and the headassery began on her post. <laughs> on my post, so I didn't know anything about okay. that. I didn't know anything about that because, okay. huh, unlike some of you people, I actually have a life off of social media. <laughs> I tell you, I did. I tell and you just you, now. Facebook people. I, yeah. I tell you just now. I know you're watching me on Facebook, I but I got a lot. I know you're watching. If not, you're going to watch later. I watch. I tell you just enough so you feel like you know what's going on. But let, please believe, boo, you don't know nothing. Okay? Which is why I had nothing. to come and get the This is all this BDPE energy. <laughs> It is, it is so much with you is, right now. It is real big. Okay. So, Pisces energy. Okay. So I asked. I put it out there. I was like, so what we do? What did Michael B. Jordan do? And why we don't like him no more? 
That's all. Valid question. Right. That's all I asked. A few people came on there and said exactly what she just said. He went and took people on the boat and then and then called us and then compared us to milk. Right. <laughs> That's that and and that's what he did. We were that's on the boat and we're milk now. And we're and milk. We're milk. Okay. That's that's all they did. But that's it. I don't know how and when it turned into a bashing black woman session on my post, but it did. Mm. And we are naggers and we don't like to see black men happy with white women and this, that, and the third. And it's his preference. What you want to be on the boat getting coked out, all types of. So at some point, I don't know how we got here. <laughs> at some like point, girl, at some point, somebody said, and these butches out here writing swirl books. I was like, what? First whoa, off, whoa, whoa, whoa. first off, how did we why? get? How did, how did you, we get here? How did you? How did we get on the topic of lesbians writing books about swirl relationships? And I don't even think What's he up? meant. That's the best part. I don't think he meant wow. butches. So his phone just decided to autocorrect to right, that. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm taking it at face value. You tried to call somebody a B right. on a woman's page, right? And instead, you start talking about lesbians. So. <laughs> So you had mad which, conversations that did not over two hundred right. comments. Which I'm like, how you gonna the, the original how you gonna shit on anybody? You better leave people's organization alone. What's wrong with you? Right. Literally, we still don't. We ain't on that shit no more in 2018. <laughs> Nobody does that. Nobody cares about who you're having you? sex with. What the hell with you? Get your ass out. Get well, your ashy ass out of here. I would probably say, how you shake butter and ashy at the same time. I would say about four. I'll say about four women actually said what they had to say. The rest were men that I that are on my friends list that I've never seen before, that never interact with me, but are super pissed at, off of what they said, which was the truth. Nobody, nobody said anything that was not true. And then on top of that, I got it got to a point where somebody was like, You can't be, you can't say that we're mansplaining when you're asking for a man's opinion, not one. Well, from what I hear from this is you didn't ask for a man's opinion. At all. You just wanted to know what was yeah. going on with him. And if so, like my thing is why are they there to comment? Like if why? anything, it was about women. women. Women were supposed to comment on this post. That's what happened when you posit yourself in a place you don't need to be. <laughs> like, so women. you brought your, your, your ass up here <laughs> to comment on why black women feel the way that they feel about a situation that don't have nothing to, to do, do with, with you. Nothing. But they're always commenting. And don't get me wrong, I love my black mm. men. I do. I love, mm. I love our black men. But they do comment. And they make comments in times. It ain't, it's it's yeah. about you. This is it's mansplaining. You. It's black mansplaining. It's, it's all of that. You, you just come in. Well, actually, I mm. nobody asked you, <laughs> and that's the point that they were missing the entire time. You all created your own argument. Right. You right. literally created your own argument and are now arguing with each other. Right. There were a few yeah. men. There were a few men that stepped up and was like, "Why can't you understand how black women feel unwanted?" Now, Which that is that jump was crickets. Ain't nobody Cricket. responded. Ain't nobody gonna comment. But right. one, but one person did come and try to and try to take this man's masculinity, <clears throat> just to straight strip him of. Every, I'm like, yo, what is? You how people we, are really ugly out here. How did like, we get here? Right. How did we get here? And it's really disgusting, and it makes me really sad that that women cannot have an opinion without considering 
black mm-hmm. black men's thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to think about what you think about it. Like <laughs> I really don't. Like that, what like nineteen. 40s and 50s yeah. when we're in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant and yep. no work and we solely rely on him, them. I, yep. Like while we, he got second families thoughts. everywhere. We you had know, we, we we should be very vocal and not mm-hmm. quiet about how we feel, what we think, what we want to do, where we want to go. Like Exactly. I don't feel like I should have to take that in and think of your opinions and feelings all the time. Basically. Like what what about mine? Right. And and then and then and yours don't mind because you need to be able to uphold the black community. And I'm, I'm supposed like, to have the whole black community on my shoulders. Yeah. Because my mother did it. Right. <laughs> and right. everyone else did it. And I don't understand. And why I mean, you're the, not the, doing the fight it. is fair. Like we should fight, but it should be equal. Like we should do this together. It shouldn't just be me carrying this weight. You exactly. should carry that weight also. And if we gonna lock arms and do this, we we, we gonna do this together. Right. This is the this. The whole thing, because I went through it this morning preparing for the show today, and one of the comments that blew my mind and simultaneously irritated the hell out of me was this one dude that said, black man can't help the fact that we're the most desirable men in the planet. And I was like... That was his comeback, that oh, black men are the most desired men in the planet. Oh, bitch. <laughs> I was, cause it, but at the same time, at the same time, if anyone else of color, a black woman of color, of trans person of color, black trans person of color, an LGBT of our black community, any of that aspect, it's you're willing to shit on them because right. they're other. Or you feel like you need to put them under your thumb in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago when that article was floating around saying, yo, black men are the white people of the black community. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways they are. Mm-hmm. And you come onto somebody else's post and decide that I'm going to posit my opinion, and if you don't take it, this is wrong with black women. This is what's wrong with black women. And then to flip that and say, um, we can't help that we're the most desired. But then on the other side of that coin, y'all are dying in the streets. Y'all are going through so much trauma and tragedy, and then on both sides, you want us to still continue to lift you right. up. Right, right. So how, how, does that con- how, how does that make sense? How is that valid? How is that helpful? And... You coming onto somebody else's post and just making yourself know it's the same thing as man's like like man spreading when you on the on the bus mm-hmm. on the train or whatever and they just take hey. he got his bus right he got his bag right here he just gonna make sure the king nobody else sit right here, here but him it's no different no, you coming into somebody else's space excuse me I'm here now everybody should listen to me and I'm like and what was irritating me so much about the men that were responding outside of maybe two. Yeah. On, on her thing, which is mainly being like, bro, man, I mean, you just let that man live, bro. Just let, just go ahead. It was like, but, like, I think the same dude responded that no black women or black men got upset when Serena married a white man, <gasps> when Eve married a white man. And I was like, I had oh, people man. on my friend list. I was about to say. I had like, people yeah. on my friend list calling her a bed winch. Yes. So, the dustiest of the dusties the pulled up all of the slave photos that you could ever <laughs> Every single, I'm trying, every single yep. Sally Hemings, yep. Thomas Jefferson posed yep. photo that you could and find. this is what's wrong with the black community. And this is why we can't uplift. And this is why I said yep. the audacity of y'all to sit up here and say that y'all have never tried to rag on a black woman for being with a white man yep. and then call her all types of names and her being raped and diluting the this that and the third mm. please I didn't even you see I didn't even yeah I didn't even say anything to that mm. I was like you know what and that's when I went into what type of you head answer is this <laughs> this is some this is some th- this is some DNS yeah and I'm like how I, I still uh, the 
what is his name? It's one of the men that was on the post with the other dude that was like, y'all Adrian, butchers. Cotto. Yeah, all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I were remember, like, I remember your name. Yeah. You, you, you'll never come back. You'll never, never come back. <laughs> you were henceforth with their two bands. <laughs> so, but it was one that he was speaking about, like, I think it was the same guy. He was yeah. speaking about, you know, leaving black women alone, like all this stuff. Dude, dude came in with the fire and fury of Trump himself. How dare you come in and you don't get no buns. You ain't got you ain't got no way to live. You ain't got shit. You ain't never gonna be shit. Why can't you be regular like us? He went in, he went in with no wow. backstory, None. no just being like you ain't. And dude was like, well, actually, I got a couple like, cars that's in the why house. I hate social media, like you're just giving people a platform that don't even deserve they it. Don't. Like no one wants to hear that shit from you. Like no one. Like no. <laughs> You. Like, and why is that the first thing you go to when you when somebody defense. comes to you? Like, you right. gotta be on the defense. Right. Not even willing to take in the information, right. digest it, and then come back with maybe some substance to add to this conversation. Nothing. You just Nothing. got mad. You just they literally kicked up dust. So much smack about people. That and that's my thing. I almost wanted to shut the comments down, but I don't. I want people to see forever how stupid these particular right. men are. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to stuff, when it comes to discussing real stuff, because at the end of it, like the bottom line of the whole conversation, there's some real behind this. Mm-hmm. Like, women are, are, black women are literally at the bottom of the totem pole. Yep. Let's talk about it. Yep. That's what the conversation was, should have been about. Right, right, right. But when people don't have nothing to talk about, when people don't have no context, don't read, have no facts, yep. what do they do? They insult you. Yep. They talk smack about you. Mm-hmm. And that's all that was going on on my post. I will not allow that. You know what I mean? I, I'm, ne- I'm never going to allow that. And it irritates me because a lot of black men do this. Sorry, y'all do this. When somebody is saying something y'all don't like, y'all start talking smack about them. Mm-hmm. The Go first, read a book. <laughs> Go insults. read. Yeah. The first thing that comes out is you a bitch, you a hoe, yes. you ain't shit. You a, and, and if my opinion is differing from yours, there's no yeah. back and forth, there's no dialogue. Right, right. And if it's not you ain't shit, you a bitch, you a hoe, then it's, oh, you don't love yourself. You don't understand. Yeah. You're supposed to be here. Right. You have an opinion. Oh, somebody didn't do like oh, or even worse, going farther down that totem that totem pole. Oh, you ain't met the right man. Oh, you ain't done this. (laughs) You need this. You need that. It's every sort of right. It's every sort of opinion. Every sort of way that I can break break you down in my brain as I can to make you kind of go again back under my thumb mm-hmm. where you allegedly belong. Mm-hmm. How dare you come up here and have a voice? Who told right. you that you could yeah. see sunlight today? Mm-hmm. Who told you can come up here and, and share your shit? Like, don't nobody want to listen to you, black woman. That's why you ain't shit. And it's like, but let one of y'all get shot in the street. You want us to help. Who comes, who, who creates that walk, that march, that protest? Who created Black Lives Matter? Who? who? Mm-hmm. Four black women. <laughs> Who was at the head of that for the longest time? Right. And all of these, all of these black women are queer black women. Hmm. Like hmm. a lot of the, a lot of other people, queer black people really are in you. these spaces. But you, you find a way hmm. in which to other us to lift you up. So hmm. how was that not just as oppressive? Exactly. Right. right. And and it messes. Like you're you're distracting us from doing what we need to be doing. The genuine work. Right. You're. When you when you sit here and you bust down a black woman's self esteem, she's nothing to do anything else mm-hmm. for anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you, but you're like you said, mm-hmm. steady trying to pull, steady yeah. trying to exhaust her, and it's like you just literally tore her all the way down out the frame because she was sad about somebody she admires. 
someone that's actually doing great things for the black Hollywood yeah. is, is flaunting white women around. And that might make her feel some type of way because that's probably been happening her whole entire life. And, mm-hmm. and like, fuck you. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't, I'm like, y'all don't see that? Yeah. And, and it hurt me. Because even, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. It's not that big of a deal. And for, and the black woman that got up there and said it, I understood the context of what y'all were saying. Mm-hmm. As far as this isn't important. We don't need to be worried about who he's taking on the boat. Right. And, co- right. and that's true. Right. Yeah. We don't care about that. Right. We don't. And I just wish that y'all didn't come on that space and say that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it um, because it, it upended the point. Yeah, right. it upends the point. All together, completely. Right. But I totally get where y'all were coming from. But at the same time, like, this is just, these are the things that are just going to keep us divided, which is why we're never going to make any type of forward progression um, when it comes to stuff. Because y'all just don't know how to just, like, support black women. Like, why are we only the ones supporting ourselves? Right. Like, and I'm glad that you brought that point up. Because as you was talking earlier, it brought me back to my daughter. Now, I've got two that are 13 and 16. And my oldest, we were riding one day, and it was this girl with two different occasions. One, we were walking down the street, and she saw this girl, and she beautiful, long braids, mm-hmm. you know. Like, you could tell she was owning her confidence. And mm-hmm. she was like, mm, she thinks she all that. So I'm looking around like, where the hell did this judge girl, right. from? Like, you don't even know this girl. Right. Like, what, what makes you assume that she thinks she's all that Damn. because of, like, her confidence, her walk, like, yeah. her brains? Like, she got no love What herself. inside of you is making you feel that way? She was just like, well, most girls like that. But why? She's not most. You don't even know this chick. Like, why mm-hmm. are you yeah. dissecting her because of her, her confidence and her mm-hmm. walk? Like... Girl, you supposed to walk past her and be like, "Hey, boo!" Right, right. Like, girl, I see you. You look, you look good, boo. Yes. Like, and then it was this other time where this uh, a larger girl was dancing, and she was just like, "She thinks she all that." And I'm like, "Chick, who, who, who the fuck is crazy?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think like that. I don't right. think like that, and I don't speak like that. And furthermore, what you should be doing is when you see her out in the street and she dancing in the middle of nowhere, roll your window down, hey, boo, hey. <laughs> I was like, because at the end of the day, we as women are not always supporting each other. Like, we are constantly being tore down amongst the masses, but to be tore down and for you to look at your sister like that, regardless of if she's light skinned, dark skinned, smaller or larger, whenever you see her walking in her confidence, dancing in her confidence, you're supposed to get that back to her. Like, nothing inside of you should brew to be like, you want to side at her? Right. Like, what? Like, off, we, off GP, like, for no reason. No reason. And I was like, no. we Like, baby girl, we got to fix this. We're you will not that. be a part of right. the rest of the fuckery that's going <laughs> on around here. Like, you will not. Like, yeah. no. Yeah. And it just, when you said it, I was like, damn, like, we still got a whole bunch of teaching we, to do yeah. with our, our youth. Like, yeah. I mean, let alone yeah. us in general, because yeah. it's stuff that we got to break down and, and rebuild. But, like, our youth, they not seeing it. And it's not a lot of people that are genuinely giving to them to have them know, like, look, this you're not supposed to think, talk, walk, or speak like that. Yeah. Like, walk in purpose, authentic, like, just... It just kind of moved me. Like, no, no, yeah. <laughs> like, no. for real, like, I can't believe my kid yeah. and all the shit that I try to be positive about and, mm-hmm. and speak this into them. Like, and you still have, like, that slight bit of insecurity somewhere yeah. or it's triggering something in you not to. But you did the support, right thing because you, know? you came through and called her out on it and just and didn't fall in the trap. Right. And be like, yeah, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, she do think that. No, like, not no, at all. We're not uh-uh. doing this. You're not going to be no gaslighting. Yeah. Chick out here making other people feel bad. Right. Because you don't know what could have done when you if you could have done the opposite of that and seen her with her hair. And, and like you just said, oh, girl, girl, that's nice. That's mm-hmm. real cute. 
she could have walked away the rest of the day beaming. Like, right. I love to Floating. compliment women. Same. I love to compliment That's women. That's the best type of compliment because like, it's genuine. It. And I hate, I guess what bothers me on the inside is sometimes when dudes be like, oh, you you know, you like girls. Like, I like girls because I, I can see the, the beauty thought? in another woman. Like, yes. yeah. like beauty is beauty. Like, right. that doesn't mean that I, I like want her, her and I right. want to be with her. Right. I said so she's beautiful. Ridiculous. Like, what? Like, I appreciate You show one side of shit out of here. No, for Thank real. So <laughs> Your small minded <laughs> shit. So that shit out of here. It's so ridiculous. I listened to, I was listening to a podcast about that. It was about beauty. And it's a, a what's the name of the podcast? It's called Lady Like, their last one. Um, the latest one they had. Bim Adewande. I love her. She's this English writer from, she's Nigerian born. I love her. She's the most, like non sequitur person, like random. Mm-hmm. Just be saying random shit. Like her, her. Um, I subscribe to her newsletter. <laughs> newsletter is like dot dot dot. The fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> that that would make you open that, it. That, that, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> and that's the name. But she was like, I, I put this out whenever I feel like it. So it's like it's no. It's not even on a set time. You're just like, oh shit, that's a new newsletter. Yeah, so right. she was talking about how the difference between compliments between um, a man and a woman. And majority of the time, a compliment from a woman matters so much more Mm -hmm. because if you're the type of woman that gets up 45 minutes early to beat her face or to do her hair or to do whatever it is that you need to do, another woman acknowledging the work that you put in Mm -hmm. goes so much deeper than like, hey, yo, you got a fat ass. (laughs) <laughs> it, it surpasses it's like yo you acknowledge what I've done no today because yeah. I'm sleepy no. like, as hell like, I, like yesterday I got off the elevator and it do like I could just tell it was about to be some bullshit coming out of his mouth <laughs> <laughs> I was on my phone like hmm. uh, let me pretend I'm to just, not be interested like, I don't see, right. you know what I'm saying and he was just like when I got off the elevator he was like hey shorty oh, like keep walking my just keep going he like you look good my just keep going Damn, shorty, like you ain't gonna respond. Like you smell good. Like who, why? Why, why would do I, I owe you? Like right. why? Like you net. Hey, how are you? You smell good. You look yes. beloved, beautiful. Any other Any words? Of those but else. shorty, like who? You didn't who even still try. In twenty eighteen, I was gonna say to that. that. Like I'm still blown. Like even with that video going viral of the girl walking through the New York streets to the street street yeah. harassment. I'm surprised that even after all of that, after all of the uh, rape allegations, this and the third, y'all are still not getting it. You're still, <laughs> you still don't understand that my space is my space. Right. And if I don't want to speak to you, it doesn't to. mean that I mean or rude. It means I don't want right. to speak to you. That's it. Open you don't up this get... switch real quick. Like they don't like it when it's done to them. Exactly. No. They, they can do it to us, but they don't like it no. when it's done to them. No. And I say that all the time. I'd be thinking to myself, imagine someone, a gay man, always berating you every time that you step out. Right. You're not interested. That's right. not your cup of tea. But every time you go out, someone that a, a gay man is trying to hit on you. Eventually, like you will be ready to snap. No, like, no, that's that's what they do. They do mess around and snap. That's why so many trans women, uh, you know what, have been yes, murdered. Right. Yes, right. they snap. Right, you're right. Yeah, you're right. They snap. You're right. And, and if trans women right. just be out, just living their lives, and you mm-hmm. just happen to get upset because you hollered at somebody, and then you got up. This is what they've said. It's like, well, I didn't know, and they were trying to fool me. And like, no, she was living her best life. Right. She was going about her business, right. and you, your manhood was affected, so you decided to kill her? Because you don't know how to shut your mouth. If you would shut your mouth and stop trying to talk to everything that looks good, then you wouldn't be tricked. 
up hmm. out here. If you take your time <laughs> trying to get to know somebody, then you wouldn't be tricked out here. But that's the issue. Right. That's the problem. Because you think everybody you know, wants, because you're the most desired you, man. You're the black, oh, yeah, we forgot, y'all. Black men are the most desired men in the world. Hence, <laughs> Hence but God forbid, right? God forbid, you don't want none of that person's Bro, attention. What? How dare you? I love, but let don't me you know I'm desired? Can I also say, in conclusion, <laughs> in conclusion, yes. I do love black men. I got yes. a black man Same. of my own, and right. I love him deeply. So, and, and so for all of you that was probably like, she's single, she better, and I'm not, okay, <laughs> not anymore, not anymore. That's so, the first thing to look the walk to you too. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. I haven't, yeah. <laughs> I've been real low about that, too. Real and low key about that. We got to chat. But, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, just, we love y'all. We just want to see the better version of y'all, which is why we are so critical when y'all do dumb shit. Yeah. When y'all lower yourselves in these lower vibrations and you behave in animalistic, disgusting ways mm. that stop you from building black empires, we get offended and we are passionate because we care. Yeah. yeah. Literally, that's it. We give a fuck. Right. Sorry. Right. <laughs> okay. But we care. We really do. Stop going around tainting people's stop call your boys out when they're wrong. You know what I'm saying? That right there. Call them out when they're wrong. Like, keep in fact that you may have a daughter on the way or you have a daughter or somebody may be playing your daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about that type of stuff and, and challenge yourself to be better, man. Be a better man. <laughs> and actually encourage your boys to be better, too. Stop letting them walk around saying that dumb stuff. It shouldn't have been two men on my post trying to get people to calm down and it's about 20 other men dogging black women. That should not be happening. It shouldn't be. And I got over 4,000 friends, and only two of them spoke up like, yo, you need to chill. Stop. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And on that note, um, <laughs> we're going to go to our first commercial break. Um, after, on the other side of the break, I have a couple questions for y'all. Okay. Y'all in the studio. And from there, that's where we will pick up our main conversation about spirituality and how we got to the places that we are now. So this is going to be fun. It's going to yes, be nice. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I'm about to say stay tuned. Marcus be saying that. So I guess, I don't know. Stay tuned. <laughs> and work situations, then why don't you check out our folks' live action captions. They offer t-shirt services here in the Richmond and Tri-City area, offering multicolored, direct-to-garment printing at an affordable price. Guess what? No charge for changing colors for a design either. Pick and choose whatever you want out of the rainbow. No minimums at all. Discounts at 25 or more. If you'd like to rock one of these hot shirts that we here at Legacy Internet Radio do, then you can get with live action captions at 804-640-7180. Again, that's 804-640-7180. And for all the folks who don't like to use the telly, we got it on the internet at live-action-captions at comcast.net. Again, live-action-captions at comcast.net and at that same title on Facebook and Instagram. No need to worry about it shrinking. We got you covered. Live-action captions.
What up, what up, everybody? It's your girl, Jody Smith, JWM, Jody Music Mixtape. It's a classic. Get at my dude, Marcus J, on Legacy Internet Radio. Ain't no half-stepping. Get your own JWM Mixtape. Hit me up, Jody Smith, on Facebook, Jody Music, J-O-D-Y Music. Or you can hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. They're both Jody underscore 804. Get at me on YouTube. That's Jody the artist. Check out some of my footage, some of my videos. You can listen in on SoundCloud, Jody Smith Music, or just give me a call at 1262-Jody804. That's 1262-Jody804. Hey, y'all. So we in the middle of having a great conversation right now. No, I want y'all to, I want y'all to definitely talk about that. We're going to talk about that. We're definitely going to talk about that. I really want y'all to come in and um, share about that. But one, I want to ask y'all these two questions. Then we're going to go into what we were initially talking about. <laughs> so, and I thought about this while I was at home. Um, how many crystals do you wear a day? <laughs> I have two right now at I'm this a moment. I'm disappointed. I don't have anything on. <laughs> like, but, okay, so I had... An anklet that was tiger tie and obsidian, mm -hmm. and that ended up breaking. And then I made it waist beads that was representation of the root chakra, mm -hmm. and that broke last night. So I would have had crystals on. Oh, I would have had crystals on, <laughs> but I don't. But normally, um, they're always in my space, mm -hmm. like my workspace. I have um, citrine, rose quartz, um, clear quartz, uh, amethyst, and at home, like I, they're everywhere. Yeah, like just. Everywhere, Just be like in the local yeah, corner. yep, yeah. How about you, Sam? If they are not on my person, mm -hmm. yeah, that's right, foils and whatnot, whatnot. <laughs> so, I do. If I like, I said, if I don't have them on my person, then I, they're in my bag. Mm -hmm. Just lots of lovely things, <laughs> essential oils and crystals, and things that I. I might need when I'm feeling whatever way that I'm feeling. But one thing I always wear are these two things. I'm, one of these are always on one of my shelves. Cowrie shell? Cowrie shell, yeah. Yep. I had those um, on too. They were on my waist beads. This necklace I had a bracelet made out of broke. ivory. Ooh. I like to keep nature on me too. Nice. So, so that's important. I want to jump in and ask a question. What do you keep in your toolkit? In my toolkit? Yeah. In here? Yeah. In my bag of Come tricks. on, guys. We're going to do show and tell. We, we are. <laughs> I have lavender because I have a temper. <laughs> it's real. Road rage is real. Yo, I was I in the car with these two jerks, <laughs> and I'm driving. And these, oh, I was going. Oh, bruh. Yeah. And I'm, it, everything in me wanted to be like, bruh, you ain't the one driving. Like, <laughs> I know. I have, bro. It's real. It's real. <laughs> It is. It's like they real. tag team. Her and just tag team whoever was trying to merge, and I'm driving. I'm like, y'all know the person they go come after is the driver, right? right. Not, <laughs> up in, look at me, not up in here. <laughs> Ready. I was like, bro, yeah. we coming from New York. Why y'all got this much energy? I was, yeah, I was tight. Look, lavender. Hey. All day and tomorrow. What else? I have Ooh, fresh lavender. Yeah, that is mm -hmm. that's, that's the best one. Yes, tea tree one. for the unsightly pimples Girl. and things of that nature. Ylang ylang because it just smells really good. Neat. I love and that you, like you just have oils. I do. I just and then oh, this is in amazing. the bag, in the bag, 
is lemongrass. This is for That's the mosquitoes. Okay, we don't like those to be around. And then I have this intentional love spray that Miss Butter Babes, um, <laughs> that I bought from Miss Butter Babes. It's a love intentional spray. Ooh. And I've got more tea tree oil in here somewhere. I carry tea tree oil with me all the day mm. I go on time. We've nice. got a quartz. Nice. We've got an amethyst. Nice. And we've got, now this one, uh, I can't remember her name. She's from <laughs> Peru, but she's supposed to help you uh, with creativity and thinking. Why where can't is, I think of the name? Where of is Kyle when I need her? That's what <laughs> I know. I don't know why. Yes. And then the, Kyle would be uh, like, oh, that's that. The right. blue oh. lap, lap, you know. Lapis. The lapis. lapis, 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 lapis that's lapis, it. Lapis, mm -hmm. That's it. Because I, I, I can never say what it. What is her name? What is her name? I'm going to ask Kyle. Let me go ahead yeah, and ask I, a message. And then Hold I on. have this eighth house oil. Ooh. Oh, in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about this. I've got, okay. What's that? Everybody is should that have It's black tourmaline. Black Everybody tourmaline. should have yeah. this. Keep, okay, keep I keep you. this with mm -hmm. me at all times. Dark time. stuff away. Okay. <laughs> also, to complement the lavender, and I have eighth house oil, which is like. Wait a minute. We're going to have to get into this. Wait a minute. minute. Like, so, boom. Ooh, that's she got me I'm, getting ready to pull out my natal chart. You know what I'm saying? You see what it like? How this is that going to represent with me? This is everything Girl, that I keep in my bag. I just love that you have a separate trick. bag for it. But I've seen that. Like, <laughs> I love I, that. That's why I asked. Like, that makes you so got in your toolkit. Yes, and she I knew seen, what you meant. She was right. oh, you mean this? Like, I've seen other women that are, like, there that carry yeah. this. And now you got me thinking, like, bitch, if you don't I'm thinking about it, too. Like, where can I get this bag real quick? Walmart. In case I really need to get something started. I know but, that's you know, right. Like, Come on now. Yeah. I know, you know that's right. Okay. See, that's and what I. My that makes. That is, I love that. We gonna make sure she gonna go live later, <laughs> so she can at least let y'all know. Like in case you want to make a toolkit, you we know what to do. <laughs> you know what to do. Put your things in it. I think the last, the last amount of crystals I had on me at one time, I think was six. Oh, nice. Like I was this, especially this past week. My sister was like, girl, you going up 95 how many times? You need to have the black tourmaline. You need yeah. to have some all this stuff on you. So I have black tourmaline. I have shungite. Um, right now I'm wearing black tourmaline and I'm wearing labradorite. Hey, it's labradorite. I love labradorite. Yeah, I like oh, the black one. tourmaline is in my bra. You ain't going to see no. that one. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Thank you. That I made beautiful. Well, I didn't make it, but... Um, that's beautiful. What's that thing called? The Aquarian? I love they Aquarian. They had it at the Aquarian, and I just took the string and other stuff and just, they and put it like in me. $5. Yes. Mm -hmm. They put it, they put the little thing in there for me because I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to put this in here. And yeah. she was like, oh, you mean this? Bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, oh yeah. Never right, mind. Right. <laughs> like, this ain't going to fit. This right. ain't going to fit. I'm Look looking at it. like this. I'm staring at these two like, this ain't, all my Virgo-ness is like, I don't think this is. <laughs> Your Virgo-ness? I've done that plenty of times. Like, I won't even pick up some of the crystals I want because I do. I'm looking at it. I'm like, this little How piece of copper. How is Right. And this? she she went, mind. oh. Yeah, no <laughs> mm, mm. I was it like, well, right damn. I'm happy to have it. Shit. Right, right. But I didn't know it was going to be that easy. <laughs> but I wanted to, that was one of the questions that I thought about preparing for today. Uh, because I definitely, and also one of the groups that I have, not I have, that I'm a part of, um, one of the, this is how we're going to go into the spirituality and church and all that stuff. Um, one of the followers had posted in there that her friend and her went to like an expo or something. And there was a woman there that had a Reiki table, and but well, she was a vendor. And she had all her crystals and her CBD oils and oils that she had made, her root work, all that stuff on the table. And the, the poster was like kind of gravitating towards it, like, ooh, what's this? And her friend stopped her and said, girl, don't you know that's evil? 
Don't you know that's witchcraft? Mm-hmm. Both of y'all with the collective, simultaneous <laughs> arrow was glorious. I wish y'all could have seen that. I wish y'all could have witnessed that. I wish y'all could have seen it on my side. Y'all went the same way and everything. <laughs> it was amazing. So her friend was grabbing her saying, no, you can't go over there. That's witchcraft. And she's like, how is that witchcraft? It's energy. She's right. like, no, it's you can't go over there. And That's the sad part This is so it. misunderstood. So she, um, the friend was like, well, I'm about to go to the yoga thing. Girl, you can't go over there. Evil. That's evil too. And so she was like, look, I'm new to this. I'm getting, this is new to me, but I feel... I feel like pushed, right, pulled pull. to this space. Something she's familiar with. Something she's familiar with or you're unfamiliar with. And you're like, I don't know why this is pulling me, but I'm going to adhere to yeah, it. Yeah. And having this other person that's coming from a space of dogma and religion and, well, somebody else told me that this was evil, so I'm just going to believe it. Um, it's pulling her away from it, being like, this is witchcraft, this is evil. And so she posited the question of all of these things, crystals, Reiki, um, yoga, tarot, all these things, are they inherently evil? Or, I don't know, like, she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of torn. So, that's what made me really, even when I first asked y'all a couple months ago to be on the show, I, I needed to talk about spirituality with y'all. <laughs> I needed to. Because I felt like there were no better people. If my sister was here, I would the three of y'all would have been, like, perfect. So, that's why I went to y'all specifically. So I really want us to just open up the box and be like, look, this is, this is where we were and this is where right, we are now. Right. Really fast. Things are not evil. People. <laughs> People are evil. Things are not evil. Mm-hmm. A tarot card is not evil. How the person is using the card. Right, that right. part. It's well, all about your... It, yeah, and, and I think what you need... What a lot of people don't understand about spirituality, it is your intention behind it. You can have all the crystal in the world. If your intention yep. is not clear and right and concise and direct, it's going to mess up everything that Come you're on, doing anyway. Great point. And let me follow up with yeah. that because... That's what I tell clients when they come in for massages. Like, what is your intention for what we're doing today? Like, even before you get on my table, set your intention on what your outcome is going to be because that's what will be desired. That's mm-hmm. what's going to manifest during our session. Like, even though I'm doing the work, you're on the table too. You have some things that you need to release, let go, uh, that might need to process while they're there. But again, what is your intention? Like, do you want to leave feeling better? Or do you want to get up feeling the same damn way that you were when you came in? Mm-hmm. Like intentions like mm-hmm. what you put into this is how how good it's going to be or how bad or what that outcome like mm-hmm. that's people don't get that they don't <laughs> and that's and i feel like that's the first thing you need to understand about any any type of spirituality um when it comes to doing the work when it comes to the tools that we have because that's all that they all you're the magic wand mm-hmm. you know you are the magic these are tools they just enhance things mm-hmm. you know they enhance your protection they enhance your manifesting and this that and the third but you are the tool but the first thing that people need to understand getting into all of this is <laughs> nothing nothing none of it is evil no 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 thing no one thing no can be evil right. a, 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 
a pen. <laughs> a pen. A pen can't be evil. Right. Right. A, a stone can't be evil. A playing card. I'm taking it all the way down to the bare minimum when I'm talking about tarot. A card cannot be evil. Right. Lighting an incense cannot be evil. Mm-hmm. Um, even getting a reading cannot be evil. Mm-hmm. It's the person. So nice. you don't want to go and get a reading from every any old goddamn right. body Listen. either. You know what I'm saying? Listen. In anything, as you learn, even in Christianity, discernment. Yep. Be smart about it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I hate that. I hate people that are just just let their ignorance stop them from living a very beautiful mm-hmm. and nature filled, connected filled, whatever chlorophylled life. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't understand. They don't their get lack it. Of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm so glad so chlorophyll. That was amazing. Like Look stressful. at you with a pun. <laughs> <laughs> chlorophyll life. <laughs> I have chlorophyll in my in my refrigerator oh my God, right I now. I got that from this meme. That was amazing. But yeah, you know, I, and I think first and foremost, that's the the main thing that people need to understand. Like, if you're feel. It, it's nothing evil. And then if you are feeling it, it's because you remember. Yeah. You remember. Right. right. It's not, it's not, you're feeling a pull because that is, that's what it is. This is what it, this is the real. Right. This is the real. Right. And you're being led down a path that'll take you probably the closest you've ever been to God. Yeah. Go. Right. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go. We remember. Yeah. And we, if you know what I'm talking about, we, you know who we are. Yeah. Right. We remember. Right. Yep. We remember. Yep. Come on over. There is it's fine there. Over. I mean, you just gotta do the work. Like, yeah, and you do have to do work. It, that's yeah. that's it. And I like my friends always look at me and be like, "Well, how do you know these things?" I'm not saying that I do know them, but what I am saying is that there's something within me that has either mm-hmm. gave me a sign, something that I've read, it's triggered something. So it's like I need to look into this a little bit more right. because mm-hmm. what about this? Why is this standing out to me yep. in this manner? Like. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is this a past life thing? Yeah. Is this something that's going to happen in the future for me that I need to start preparing for? But it's there's something that is intriguing that I need to understand right. more about it. Like, by far, and I've told you, like, with Reiki and the energy work or having better understanding of the, the spiritual aspect of it, my teacher knew years before I jumped into all of this. Like, mm-hmm. she was six years ago. You're going to be in the Eastern medicine. You're going to be in the Reiki. You're going to be in the spiritual arts, all of that stuff. And I'm looking at her like, lady... I got choir rehearsal tonight. I was like, I don't know, I don't know what any of that is. I'm just here strictly to learn the massage, and that's all that I want to do. That other stuff that you're talking about, that ain't, that's not for me, right? And she was just like, okay, you know, I'm not gonna. We're done here. If it's not for you, it's not for you. I won't push this on you anymore. And here I am now, like head deep in trying to understand everything there is about energy, Reiki, chakras, essential oils, herbs. Like, I want to know it all. And mm-hmm. how can I help my sisters, my community, like, my children, mm-hmm. grandchildren? Like, I just want to know. And you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm attracted to a lot of stuff. And I'd be like, well, damn, where did this come from? Yeah. How did I know this? Or even speaking about some of these things, I'm like, I don't know. What? what? Did, how, <laughs> how did I know this? Because I, right. I ain't read this. This ain't from a book. Like, mm-hmm. how do you went, came right on How out. do you instinctually know this? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, right. It's, it's, yeah. So let me, I want to I wanna back up a little bit because I want to really understand as much as you want to share and divulge about how you got to where you are now. I, um, y'all kind of know my story when it comes to how I got to this space, but I want to just add like a little thing that came up recently. Um, I was talking to my great aunt a couple weeks ago. I love my great aunt. She's the aunt that will be on Facebook talking to you 
but she's yelling at you <laughs> because she has caps lock on. <laughs> and I'm like, I love you. <laughs> because if you meet this woman, she's the most like, hey, baby, how are you? And she on Facebook, I love this. <laughs> All caps. All caps. But she be, she be having her best life on, on Facebook Live. I be like, I, I love her. So I called her because I had started feeling my great-grandmother. Great-grandmother was, she died... 15 years before I was born, so I never met her. So I had always heard stories about her, but I had been feeling, and if y'all, anybody has questions, anybody has like, yo, how do you do that? Hopefully we can kind of divulge a little bit about how we got to this space of like sensing the ancestors and all that stuff. Right. So I started sensing this woman who was bigger than me and bigger than my grandmother. My grandmother is my ace boom coon ancestor. She come through first. Hey, I'm here. She came, she, grandmother five foot, if that. And she come through, bust through. Hey, y'all, I'm here. Right. But when she was on earth, that's not the version I knew of her. So I'm like, oh, this is how you always was. Mm -hmm. This is how you was before I came here. Right. Okay, cool. So I started feeling this bigger energy behind me. And I didn't know who it was. So I called my great aunt that had been trying to be sure for like a good two months. And I'm like, why are you not answering the phone with me? I see you on Facebook yelling at people. So, <laughs> so I finally, like, she finally picked up. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm trying to reach you for a couple right. months. I have so many questions. She's like, what's going on? So I said, can you tell me about your mother? Because she's come. I had to kind of preface it. Hey, haven't been to church in a while. <laughs> um, actually, my spirituality has taken a different turn. So I don't really adhere to a lot of the stuff that I grew up with anymore. I've been unpacking and unlearning. And so this person is coming forward that I've never met. I don't know what to do, how to approach her, because I don't know her. And she started telling me about her mother. And she ran, the, she ran almost parallel to my grandmother and to me in some ways, because she had been through a lot of trauma, been through a lot of tragedy, but nobody would have known it because right. she carried everything like nothing was wrong. Mm -hmm. And she, I believe she had, ended up having, like, um, 11 children, but only four survived. Like, mm -hmm. um, just going through so much stuff, and people in the family, people around her just, like, berating her and making her feel bad about things and calling out stuff that she had no control over. Mm -hmm. And then take that to my, great, to my grandmother, somebody, pe people came along to stunt her growth and was like, we see you going over here, we ain't for that shit. You need to stay right here. You need to be a. You need to make a family. You need to take care of this person, and you can't go any further. And the energies I kept feeling from both of them was, we literally did not die to watch this family continue to spiral down and settle. Mm -hmm. right. yeah. And so, I was like, they came to me heavy. One of them I've never met before. What do I do? And. She, I was nervous because I didn't know. I was just waiting on her to be like, oh, just call Jesus. I was waiting on that to be her answer. And she was like, no, I talk to my mother all the time. And I was like, oh, you talk to your ancestors? She was like, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. All this. And it felt so good to hear that from this woman that is in church every Sunday on everybody's board. Mm -hmm. She prays dance every once in a while. She on the choir. She do all this at my home. Right, right. Zion Baptist Church. She's there. Not the church I go to now, which is non-denominational. So... Me speaking openly to her about my ancestors and how do I, she was like, you couldn't have had two better people to come to you. Mm -hmm. And that made me feel so warm and like, okay. 
But for my family in particular, they were like, y'all, we keep wrapping up bullshit and trauma and calling it tradition. Girl. And (laughs) (laughs) we keep wrapping up grief, loss, cheating, all this stuff and calling Mm -hmm. it, that's just how we are. And she, I said that to my aunt. She was like, you ain't saying nothing, nothing but a word. Yep. And she's like, I've never, she's like, she had to stop the conversation for a second. And I'm like, I feel like they are leading us in a different direction. And it can get really difficult because sometimes I feel like it's on me. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm one of the few people that decided, okay, I'm going to go this way. And to have these two people be like, in, in on the other side, being like, let me tell you what you're not going to do. Right, let me right. tell you what you're not going to continue to do. Mm-hmm. We ain't doing this shit no more. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be some moments where you're going to cuss both of us out. We're going to be like, mm-hmm, bitch, do what you're supposed to be doing. Because mm-hmm. we brought you here for this reason. Right, mm-hmm. right. And take that person compared to the person that was here maybe five years ago would have spiraled into even a more depressive and, anxi- and anxious space because I'm like, I can't believe this because this is evil. I'm hearing things. Yeah, right. Um, mm-hmm. My aunt, sister's deacon's friend said that this is evil. So mm-hmm. why am I doing this? Why am I... Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And it's it's yeah. weird, though, that you can catch the Holy Ghost and you can speak... God can speak to you and you can speak in a different language and you can take the blood and, Jesus, uh, and flesh of Jesus Christ. But that's fine. Right. That's right. safe. That's something that we know. But... You know, God forbid that you, 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 somebody you know, your grandma, you was speaking to you. Yeah. The, what we know, what we what we didn't learn, but what they did. Exactly. And that, that's normal, yep. you know, yeah. for, the, for us. Like, Nothing, I, I, nothing's weird about somebody that you actually knew speaking to you. Like, right. I want to say for myself it. and my family, I want to I wanna know, yeah. like, our history. And yeah. I don't, like, yeah. I know my my grandmother was a Cherokee Indian. I have no idea, like, what my mother's side of the family, where we're from, mm-hmm. who we were. Mm-hmm. I don't have anybody to freaking ask. Mm-hmm. Like, it frustrates the hell out of me that mm-hmm. I can't get any information. Like, yeah. I really want to know, like, where, where do I, where the fuck do I originate? Like, yeah. who am I? Like, yeah. yes. And we're very tight-lipped about that, too. Right. My, and I'm talking to my mom. I'm like, Mom, what do you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, it wasn't really discussed. I knew we were from Georgia, you know, and that's that's it. But I'm like, you had a mother, you had a grandmother, mm-hmm. you had her mom, mm-hmm. like, and you telling me nobody knows, yeah. like, how we got from here to here? Like, mm-hmm. no one wants to give that backstory? Mm-hmm. And see, and to me, like, that upsets me too, but yeah. kind of to piggyback off of what you said, it also gives the canvas to create what you want. Right. Right? Yeah. Because eventually we'll be the great, great, great grandmothers yeah. that, you know, our legacy will speak of, and you're going to know. Yeah. <laughs> All right? You're going to know exactly what, what Miss Tan Carter was doing and how she was moving and <laughs> With her magic bag yeah, and everything okay, else. How she had her magic totes. Yes. And, and I want you to know, and that's going to be things that I pass on to my daughters yeah. and my sons, and you're going to know, and I'm going to make you tell your kids and your kids better tell before I start showing up <laughs> on them. And you don't want that. And it's like, no, like, no. I do that with my daughters. Like, when I first, like, a few years ago, because, I mean, I'm relatively new, but have been, like, digging deep into mm-hmm. this so mm-hmm. when I first started like using the sage and the crystals and doing my meditations like my daughters were very much so like oh you a witch mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I tell people all the time I'm a witch <laughs> I, I like it I have 
I love the South Park. At first, I was like, I'm not a witch. No, don't say that. But I'm like, damn it, yes I am. Yeah, I am. With me too, like if yeah, we, we work, yeah. I'm a witch for sure. And my friend was like, no, she was like, we don't have a covenant woman. I was like, but it's not a bad thing. It's like, right. it's a Somebody decided to make to that build. word bad. Like, it's not a bad thing. Right. It's not. But they used to call me a witch, and I was just like, nah, you know. But what I find funny is. Now they do the same things that I do. Like yeah. we moved into our house. They wanted to sage. Girl. Oh, these baby girls. Let me let me get this sage in. I, yeah. We, we, Girl, we, get we that corner good. Get that corner good. Our house is gonna be wealth and abundance and peace and loving. And I was just like, Listen. oh, but this was witchy stuff. Just right. Because they emulate what we pass on, and <laughs> yep. that's all that that's been going on. I yeah. take the crystals and go put them out on the full moon. And yeah. Like, oh, and then start putting them in, in like mm-hmm. in stuff. And I'm like, what you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right? And that's yeah. what I be telling them, like, it's it. nothing yep. bad not. about what we're doing. And no. I have a, like, so my son, he's 19, well, 20, and he just had a baby girl. She's six months. But they like, you going to teach her all this stuff. You damn right. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. teach her. Like, she's. She's going to be in the bath with some with some lavender, some rose she's, petals she at got one. It from both yeah. sides. Her mother is Puerto Rican, and she got it from us. Oh, she like, into Oh, yeah. Come on, Santa Leah. Okay. Girl. She's got it. Like, yes. she's, she's she, you got trying it. to, huh? Who you telling? That baby, she going to be knowing it all. All. But you know what? That's beautiful to me because I feel like it's so much um, life and and love and reviving those traditions. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that Christianity doesn't bring people together because it does. But it's just, I don't know what it is. It's just something a little extra about... For instance, I'm going to use this word, kitchen witches. Women that right, lay right. down in the kitchen. Right. It's something that gives a little bit more life. Of Like, there, I have a friend. She gets her therapy from cooking. Mm. She may not agree with this, but to me, she's a kitchen witch. Mm-hmm. When she's cooking, we're all in there. It's chatting. It's life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, she's putting energy. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, she's putting that energy in it. Yes. And, it's, and my thing is, like, the, when you highlight... And then... Think of, just think about that. Okay, you're in here. You're you're literally an alchemist. You are creating things and turning them into something else. All the while, there's some oral traditions that are going on here. We're sharing stories because even because even now, the stories that we be telling with our girlfriends, those are those are those are tales. Right? Yeah, fables right. that will right. be told told yeah. in right. the future. Yes. and it's just like look at all that magic that's happening in your kitchen. Yeah, no shade. No shade. To me, I get my heart start beating a little bit more than if I was to be sitting in the pews. You feel me? Yeah. That's just me. No, you know? I get and it. And not everybody. And, and I, to go all the way back again about how we even got here, like I probably stopped going to church a minute before I had moved Virginia, moved from Virginia because uh, the the pastor that I had grown to know had passed away. So I just kind of lost interest after that, which mm-hmm. is kind of weird. Well, no, it's not because then some other stuff went down. But anyway, yeah. so I kind of just lost interest. And I moved to New York, and then I just was able to see, just put right in my face all the diversity. Mm-hmm. Like, because here, you either Christian or you're not. Oh, you're not. Right. And that's just And it. you go to the three top churches. Baptist churches. Mm-hmm. Or you don't. Or you don't. Right. And that's that. And so when I was able to see... Hasidic Jews literally living their lives and are like, deal with it. Yeah. My two-year-old has a bald head with Shirley Temple curls, and you're gonna deal with it. Right. Yeah. Do you right. feel me? And yeah. there's and I'm watching them and I'm watching the women walk around with all their kids and their 
horrible brown wigs, and I'm like, you are doing it. Yeah. And then I turn over here, and there's this lady. She's now, now I know exactly what you were doing, lady. You were opening up those crossroads. I know exactly. <laughs> the crazy thing is, I know exactly what you were doing right, now. Right. But at the time, me and my roommates used to be like, yo, this lady crazy. She used to be on the corner. She was Haitian. She always thought that I was Creole, and I used to be like, she would come up to me, start talking Creole. I'd be like, and I have to tell her every time. No. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, lady. No. Like, get up out of here. I don't know what you're talking about. But clearly she sees something. She yeah, saw something right. in me that's Creole. And right. I'm looking like, girl, ain't nothing over here Creole. Virginia. VA. All day. <laughs> nothing. So she's like on the corner. And she would do this maybe once a week. On the corner. To me, at the time, I was calling it speaking in tongues, but she could have been chanting. She could have been doing any type of ritual, and she was always at our corner, which was a crossroad. Yeah. Lady, I really wish I knew what she was doing. I don't know what she was, but I know what she was doing. I know what you're doing there. Yeah. I really wish I knew the the depth, but that that stood out to me. Um, Watching people have pilgrimages, if that's the right word, Mm -hmm. um, that stood out to me. And so I started reading other stuff. First, the first thing I did was I read the Quran. Mm-hmm. I, this is when I was like, I think I was on the, on the, I was probably depressed. I would stay in my basement all the time. But I read, during that time, I read the um, Malcolm X autobiography, which then led me to read the Quran. And then, what else did I read after that? The ba- Bhagavad Gita. And then I read The Alchemist about three times. Like, I was just opening my mind. Like, right now. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. What? Opening my mind like crazy. And I was just like, it's so much more to life. And then I found this documentary about this man who went on this spiritual journey. Long, long, long story short, he had a vision and God showed him that it's one God. And just like in the Bible, you know how they build the ladder and they was all speaking the same language. Yeah. And broke that stuff down and was like, uh, we ain't doing it that yep. way. Tower of Babel. That's it. Yep. It's just different ways to get to the same God. Right. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And I and then that made me feel really comforting. Yeah. Then I started meeting people. That's when it really got turned up. <laughs> I started meeting people. Um, that were practicing di- different religions and that would give me little pieces of gems and things like that. And the last gem that I got is the most precious of them all. I met two gentlemen that um, are a part of the Ifa relig- religion. Mm-hmm. And they were like, this is who your mother is. This is who, who, and in that religion, there are Orisha and there's over 400 Orisha and each of them protect people. And mm-hmm. what I love so much about Ifa is you come as you are. Like for example... Um, and I talked about this on my podcast as well. Uh, Oshun, which is, seems to be the most prominent, a lot of people know the most about her, she protects sex workers. Right. Yeah. So there's nothing in there that says, I did you're read not that. allowed to be a sex worker, you're not allowed that, you know? Yeah. You know? Yep. Come as you are. This is how you are? Okay, well, cool. Yeah. I've... I've got an Orisha for you. <laughs> right. And it's okay. one for everything. And there's one, one for, for everything. everything. It is. And yes. that and that to me, that inclusivity was beautiful to me. Yeah. It was beautiful to me. And from there I started my own journey, mm-hmm. which is where, you know, where I am today. But it's just I don't know. It's just really interesting. Very interesting journey. I've had some I don't even know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I, I to put it into words would be probably doing it no justice whatsoever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, cause I, I 
I just have to just show people, yeah. you know, through how I live and what right, I do. And right. I'm sure you feel probably feel the same way. It's just no way because, and people approach me and they want to know how I'm living all this life. That's how, because there's nothing that makes me feel restricted. And that was one thing about Christianity I didn't like. It made me feel restricted. It made me feel like if I'm living, then I'm sinning. And yeah, I didn't yeah, like, like that. It's judged. Yeah, You're being judged like, at all times. I'm like, yeah. well, what you want me to do? Just sit here and read the Bible all day? Yeah. Because then I know somebody that did that, and they locked his ass up in Tucker's. Mm. So I'm trying to figure out. Like he literally read the Bible every single day, and he wasn't doing nothing. And they was like, oh shit, you crazy? And yeah. They locked you up. So I'm confused. So which one is it? What do you right. want me to do exactly? Right. And I feel that way about Christianity. Like, to me, it's starting to become like you're on this pulpit. You have one hand behind your back. You're always hiding something. About yourself. About yourself, yeah. about mm-hmm. this word. The one thing I love, even though I have walked away from religion, I still love the church I go to now. And I shout out my church, Village of Faith. Mm-hmm. Um, Village of Faith is where I got to understand relationship versus religion. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget, I'm paraphrasing because it's been a few years, I will never forget my pastor standing on the pulpit with the Bible open on one hand, he was like, if I told you what all this really meant, you would leave right now. And he's like, I'm not talking about this particular church. I'm talking about religion. Mm-hmm. It got so quiet hmm. in that church. Because we, we're a non-denominational church, so you don't get a whole bunch of hooping and all that right. stuff. He, right. he, he, he can, but it comes from a space of a lot of people in that church are reformed something. You're reformed Baptist. You're well, I don't even say reformed, recovering. Mm-hmm. You're a recovering Baptist. You're a recovering Catholic. You're a recovering Jehovah's Witness. Like you came to a spot like, look, I don't do this shit no more. Let me go over here. Right. See what y'all yeah. got going on. And it got so quiet in there. I remember sitting in there one day and he he said the universe versus you know God and people didn't know what to do with that and you got the right about that because I told you like the church I yeah go to speaking spirit sometimes um but when I heard the pastor say meditating I was like whoa okay. <laughs> look at you so hold on okay. like we didn't say prayer he was right like, I go into meditation I was just like you meet yeah. me where right, I am right, right now. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me more, sir. <laughs> and you're all ears. Like, yeah. and it's a it's a difference. Like, I have to always tell my girlfriend. She was like, I can't meditate for 15 or 20 minutes. I was like, but you can pray for 15 or 20 minutes. What's the difference? Di- mm-hmm. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the difference? Two different words, same action. Yeah. Same action. Yeah. And it, it, that's the thing that I think, and I really want us to talk about that um, as well. So many people are in this space and they don't know how to. Where to go? To they don't know how it. to navigate through it because oh it's scary. Yeah. And the it's so community scary. is a little. They come tough. on now. They tough. They are tough. <laughs> I don't even like to say that I'm conscious. No, me neither. You gonna get so apart because you Girl. better come correct and have an understanding Listen, of it. everything. everything. <laughs> 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 no, it all. <laughs> You can't put nothing past me right. because I know it all, but it's scary. It's it can it be, and it's extremely intimidating. It's kind of like lonely, and it's I'm lonely. Sorry, yes. you're vegan, but it's kind of like being vegan. Like, it's either you're lonely, or, or you're, you're not. not. And like, you got the nerve to be a black vegan. <laughs> oh, please, how dare you? Please, and then don't even let it be a situation where you're like trying something out, and then you want to come maybe double back into uh uh-uh, because you, you ain't even. Because <laughs> yes. that's why I've been. Right. I put eggs back into my diet because my body was like, let me tell you what you ain't. 
ain't gonna continue to do no more. Yeah. <laughs> like you're gonna give me something. You're gonna give me something because you're breaking down at this listening, moment. <laughs> listening to your body is good. listening it's to your important. body. And it's super important that I love the group that I'm in. It's the unfit Christian um congregation on Facebook. I love that group. <laughs> the unfit Christian. The unfit yeah. Christian congregation. And I kind of like Nakuita put me in the group like months before I realized I was in the group. So I was <laughs> she kind of just slid. So I was just slid right on in there. And I was like, what is this? And I finally came across it and was like, oh, okay, this is dope. Because that's how I had started to feel. And they started talking about people who believe, you know, in more of an, I won't say elevated, but a deeper spiritual space. Like those of us that read tarot. I just did my first tarot reading like, I had a tarot reading, and I had a client come to me. It was like, right. can you read my tarot? Can you, read, can you give me a reading? I hadn't had one in a while because I had kept telling myself, you're not ready, you're not ready, you're not ready, you're not ready. And I started this journey uh, almost two years ago when I'm, I had just lost my car, and I'm just floating around trying to figure out what the hell is happening to my life. Mm-hmm. And I got off in Carytown, and I felt like a whoosh towards the Aquarian. Had never set foot in there before. Mm-hmm. And I felt peace in that space. And so many of us have been trained to think that if you're leaning towards that, you're walking away from God. Right. And there are so many people that are stuck right now. Like, there, mm-hmm. I think we had that conversation when we were, um, I think it was you, me, and Drea, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how people in certain communities well, unless you adhere to everything in this book, yeah. then you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You can't call yourself Aoife. You yeah. can't. And I know there are certain things that are non-negotiable. Yeah. But mm-hmm. to ostracize, you're already coming from a space where you already feel ostracized. The dogma, the karma, and everything that comes from religion. Right. And you're going into somewhere else where, again, you're ostracized. It's like yes. you're othered <laughs> so many times. It's mm-hmm. like, well, how, how would you both suggest somebody that's in that space that doesn't know which way to go mm-hmm. how can they best like begin to start that journey again because you you walked away you just like okay now, now what? what now right. what <laughs> right because that feeling like uh now what I do? i'm alone right yeah there's no one else out here because it's not something that's spoken about like you have mm-hmm. to kind of find that yep. community and yeah. build that space you do with others because yep. no one else is talking about Anything other nope. than going to church and what's happening in the church and yeah. the pulpit, especially and, out here, yeah. right? And I hate that it isn't. when I moved, I finally came into that mm-hmm. because it is a, it's just a whirlpool of people that would be able to have given me guidance as far as like Orisha or studying because I'm, I, I'm a student. Still a student, right? right? I'm I'm still a student on it. I still am learning. Like I'm at a space now where I'm really big on my ancestor reverence. That's big. That's big, 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 big to me right now. And it's just like I and upon learning, I I found out that I probably have done it backwards. But it was that was kind of how it was introduced to me. Orisha first. That's how they told me about it, and then I went and did some research. But now I'm understanding the importance of uh, making that connection with your ancestors. But anyway, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting off no. the topic. Because <laughs> there's somebody I, right now that's like, how do I yeah. talk to my ancestors? Right, like, yeah. right. That's valid. And I, and I feel like, you know, uh, for me, it was a thing where I'm about to, about to really go down the rabbit hole Let's with go. y'all. Let's go. So it wasn't until 
I got I got a I got a, a very prophetic and deep dream upon talking to someone else. They were pretty much like, "Oh, you were initiated." That's point blank period exactly what that was. But I had a dream and um that that dream gave me comfort to keep going even when I wasn't by myself because mm-hmm. I think that dream was telling me you're not by yourself. Mm-hmm. So I, Oh my God! I'm saying this live. I don't care. <laughs> this is my truth because I wrote this down. I never really even talk about it. I talked to my mom about it, but anyway. So I had a dream that I was walking down the street, and this beautiful woman in yellow, and she had deep, beautiful, glowing dark skin. She walks up to me, and she says something I don't know, but I went with her. <laughs> and so we walk up, and there's like this huge temple like looking thing and there are stairs and there are columns and so I walk inside with this this beautiful woman in yellow and I walk in and it's thousands of women in white Mm. thousands and it's like when I walk they were already I heard them kind of celebrating anyway and then when I walked in they were real high right yeah I mean dancing drums music I'm like, what's, what's going on? And then, so she's, you know, beside me. And then she's at the front in like a split second. Mm-hmm. And so I walk down the aisle and I get up there and she wraps my head in white. Mm. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> taking it all in. Like, this is beautiful. <laughs> and just like that, I'm back on the street. And I have my head wrap on and I'm just like, Okay. And then I wake up. I'm like, yo, what was that? Wow. But I was joyous. I was happy. I was ready to go back. And so I consulted with someone about it. And they were like, yeah, that's what that was. Wow. You were just initi- into whatever that temple was, all those. Right. You're, yeah. That's them, your people. Those are your people. They got you. Wow. And every time I feel like I'm alone or I feel like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. And I had this dream like maybe two or three months after I moved back to Richmond. Hmm. And I was going through my really hard heart, heartbreak and all of that. And I just was like, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. I literally did not know. And that happened. And, and I just talked to this person. They were like, you're good. Mm-hmm. And every time I feel lonely, I always think about those women who I am sure have passed on. They're not here. I feel safe knowing that I'm in this temple with these women and I've got my head wrapped and they got me, mm-hmm. right? Anytime. And I can't I can't will that for other people. I can't will that you right. have that feeling. Mm-hmm. But it's almost the thing where you just have to know, which is why now I see that ancestor reverence is important. Yeah. First and foremost, you have to know mm-hmm. that they are there and that they love you. Mm-hmm. And like you said, remember you said you saw your grandmother mm-hmm. a one way while she was here, but a whole nother completely different way yep. once she crossed over. Yep. And that's how it is. Once you start connecting with them, you understand that they understand yeah. that, they, that, that the, how they were active when they were here. All of that conditioning is gone. Yeah. And they're pure and they're ready and they're here to help you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, even if it's as simple as you go and you make your great-grandmother's favorite meal, I don't know, cake, right? anything. Yeah. And you say, and you can go and light a white. I'm telling you, this is the most simple, but your intention has got to be right, there. Your right. heart's got to be there. And you go and you make this with love. And you go and you light a white candle. And you say, hey, big ma, like, I don't know what to say or do next, but I made this for you. Yeah. And you put it out here on your little nightstand, and you tell her that that's for you. 
that's for you. I love you. Thank you for all that you've done for me. Show me some more signs. Show me the way. Bring somebody into my life. But this is all I know about ancestor worship right, right now. Yeah. And this is all I can give you. And and they are ecstatic. They love <laughs> that. They, they come through and they all of a sudden you start ecstatic. to smell them and see yes. them and sense yes. them. Yep. Everything. Mm-hmm. They are ecstatic yeah. for that. I mean, it's just the smallest, just the smallest things. Really. Go and find a perfume. Yes. Wear a necklace. Find out yeah. their favorite color and yep. put favorite that on their color. altar. Favorite flower. Because that's, yep. what, that's what I did. Um, so my grandmother passed in January. And for about 20 years, I had no, we, we haven't had any connection. But I've avidly dreamt about her mm-hmm. being in the same space, talking to her. And even before she passed, um, I remember having this dream of arguing with my mother. Like, just disrespectful type. I wouldn't even talk to my mother like this, but I'm just like, damn, like what what was that about? Yeah. And days later, we got the phone call to say that she had passed away. Mm. And it all it all made sense. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't talking to my mother in that dream. Mm. I was talking to her. I was talking to my grandmother. She was letting me know that she was getting ready to leave. Mm. And she was preparing me for what my mother was going to go through. Mm. And I had to be, you know, I'm the one that's supposed to be there to help and comfort her and let her know that even though her mother isn't here, she still has family. She still loved. You still have to push through. But at, at the time, I was just like, what? Like, right. I'm arguing with my mom in my dream. And mm-hmm. I mean, like, so disrespectful. Like, I would dare talk to her like this. And then it was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, arguing with it. you. Like, Grammy, you're not mm-hmm. supposed to be leaving me. Mm-hmm. Why would you put this on me? This is right. not what I'm supposed to be doing. But mm-hmm. yeah. it's like, yeah, like, it is as simple as that, them, them coming to you in your dreams. And I mean, I, like you said, a student of life. Like, mm-hmm. I, I still, it's times where I'd be like, I don't know what I'm yeah. doing what should I do next? Yeah. Or I'm working on a client and a vision comes up for me. Like I know from the past life, I was a man. I was a Chinese man <laughs> doing healing. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, like yeah. to see that, like you're doing the work and all of a sudden you get this flash. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yourself. Yes. And I mean, I'm bald head with a kimono on and the lady has uh singing bowls well yeah it was a lady she had singing bowls on her back mm-hmm. and as i'm hitting the singing bowls i can feel the vibrations and i'm like where am i am i mm-hmm. right. i just was in my massage space yeah <laughs> now i've got on the kimono and it's now like, you're in, like 13th century china right? <laughs> 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 like, uh, what just happened right here <laughs> how does this work you over here part of this, the <laughs> When you start getting into that space and you know that energy is there for you to work with or to bring back those memories Mm -hmm. and let you know, like, I wouldn't change my path at all for nothing. Mm -hmm. But what I want to ask you is, what I heard you say is you were going through, like, uh, maybe a bad relationship. Mm -hmm. So what I noticed with a lot of women, um, that's what catapulted us into finding this place, this Mm -hmm. space, because that's what it was for me. I had been in a relationship for about five years. And had sensibly lost myself in the relationship. And it was he was getting ready to leave and we were being intimate and he kept telling me that he loved me. And what triggered for me throughout that was, do I love myself? Mm. Mm -hmm. Like you drinking every day, you Mm -hmm. smoking every day, like you're just aimlessly going through life, Mm -hmm. depressed and shutters on and when that came to me like that next morning I got up I had like this burst of energy Mm -hmm. I went outside the sun was bright Mm -hmm. the sky was blue I'm like everything everything about it had like saturated and I was like yo and that's when I had to start doing the work like what am I gonna do to correct the last not even to say correct but to make me feel better 
mm -hmm. about myself. Like, where's that self-love coming from? How did I get in this space of not loving myself anymore? So that was me, like, figuring out who I was before I met this person, mm -hmm. who I'm going to be after this mm -hmm. person. Yeah. And for a minute, it was church. Like, I went to church because I felt like that's the go-to. That's right. what we do. When shit gets bad, you go to church. You, go to church. Yep. you pray about it. You give it all to God. Mm -hmm. And Maybe you do a little bit of work, but mm -hmm. not the type of work that you do now. Like it's which, not the same. It's not. Let's no. talk about it's not. it. Because right. I feel like in church they give you this pass. Like, okay, now come to the altar and leave them here, and then go back and go fuck. Mm, you know, go fuck <laughs> up again. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But this type of work, like you make the personal change. You, I literally feel yes. bad. Yes. If I revert. Yes. Right. Like I yes. just, back in the day I used to be like, well, Jesus will forgive me. <laughs> and I'm out. And <laughs> right. 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 I'm Win. I'm gone. But it's now. You're it's, right. It's, it's hard. It really makes you they look call, yourself in the yeah, mirror. Like, and yes. that's it. Like, I know I've been unearthing mess things yeah. about myself that I don't necessarily like. like. That I was like, damn, like, I really was an asshole. Oh, I've been yeah. an asshole yeah. for a um, while. Like, yeah. prime example, one of my friends. So, I had my son at 15. Um, and... It never, I never dawned on me the other people that I had gotten in trouble along this journey while I'm out here being promiscuous in life, right? Yeah. But my friend was just like, you don't even realize what you did. And I was like, well, no. no. What do you mean? He was just <laughs> like, so when you, they found out you was pregnant, they thought I was the dad. And you told me I wasn't, but you, I had like six adults sitting here like, are you messing with that girl? Did you have sex with her? You're four years older than her. That can be considered statutory rape. Mm -hmm. Like just giving him like the third degree. But when we started talking about it and I'm visualizing everything that happened, I was like, ooh, yeah, that was real. not him. It was all me. Yeah. I was after him. Like there was something in me that uh, I guess now looking at it energetically, I knew I wanted to know more, him, feel, see, touch. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I was very persistent with him. Like, dude, you're, you're going to take I'm giving this to you. It is all for you. Right. And never once did I speak up for him. Like, and was just like, no, it wasn't him. It was me. But right. it just made me realize, like, that was all me. That had nothing to do with him. Like, that was me being this type right. of woman. Like, I knew what I wanted. Or young girl, like, I knew what I wanted. But maybe I didn't communicate it the right way. Mm -hmm. I should have maybe talked to other people about what I was getting mm -hmm. ready to do. But it was like, dang. You not only have you done it here, but you've done it here, and you've done it here, oh, and you've yeah. done it here. Like, mm -hmm. it's so much that you have to unveil and see who your true self is. Yeah. Like, that's when it starts to get really Real good. Yeah. And, and, you, like, and that's, that's you have to hard. make those adjustments, it's you know, hard. to become that better person. Like, some things I do hold on to. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I still kind of like that about myself, mm -hmm. but you can't give that all the time. Yeah. You know, you can't. I used to be like, <laughs> Regina George yeah. 2.0. I was a mean girl. Like, I got. I just don't get that from you, though. Good. That means I'm doing the work. But my, my longtime girlfriends, we didn't got into some stuff and I didn't been treating people certain ways. Like, I'm gonna tell you, this is so petty, but this is when I became like super mean girl. Facebook just got on the scene. I was in college. I was a freshman at Old Dominion University. You know, they had those little groups and right. stuff. And so this girl made this group called the um, 
and it was a it was an open group, so you could just put Go yourself in, it. Right, right, right. in it. And so me and all of my friends were in the group, and it was called ODU Classy Ladies. Oh my god! This bitch kicked us out the group, and then was like, "We're only allowed," you know, tried to talk big shit. I was like, "I was like, classy, you want classy, bitch." <laughs> I've got your classy. But hold on, before she, do you hear how she? The classy that was ladies. The best do you do you part. hear it right? You that hear was it in the her best voice. Part. Oh my god! I'm not classy enough for you, bitch. <laughs> that shit. Listen, all right. That's that's when it got turned. Oh that's god. that's when it got turned. I was like, oh, I can't be a part of your little club, huh, bitch? <laughs> Tear this all apart. Can't be a part of your little group, huh? Okay, I've got your classy. And then that's when I became super Regina George. Like, oh, yeah. Try to be nice. And then right. It's, it's right. Ugly. It's the ugliest skirt I've ever seen. Right. Oh, so fucking ugly. Like, <laughs> Super bitch. I was bitchy to my friends. I was bitchy to a lot of people. And I was like, dude, you are ugly. You real cute, but you ugly, right? Yeah. right? You're being right. really ugly, and that's this isn't gonna work for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not gonna go anywhere with this. Yep. Like it, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how cute you might be, because I used to have the, you know, the long locks and the this and that. You know, not long locks. I had right, like right, long right. permed hair. Uh, <laughs> it's not gonna work for you. And I was just like, yo, like I can't. Yeah. Even with my friends, like. I was like, it would get to a point where they maybe even they would be nervous about maybe checking me on something because I, you know, <laughs> immediately bite. Yeah. But I've pulled it back a lot. I've changed a whole, whole lot because I realized, like, I want people treating me the way that I want to be treated. Right, right. Which is also really, really hard because when you do that, when you spit around, going around talking about golden rule, golden rule, golden rule, you really got to check yourself. Yeah, yeah. You like, really. Like, yeah. it ain't no, I mean, What's the term? Backsliding? Yeah. yeah. Backsliding. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you can't live it today and not live it tomorrow. Like, you really want to hold that space and honor yeah. the things that you speak about. And I guess for me, talking about it on Facebook is like being in that spiritual world or that light worker that people always want you to be loving light. They want you to be happy. And I mean, that's not, not like really that's not not the realistic. reality of, no. of what it is. Right. Like, I know for the last few weeks for me, I haven't wanted to do a damn thing besides go in the house and sleep. And I mean, I, and, and it sucks because there is so much that I need to be doing. Right. But energetically, I really just don't Not feel like it. I have the energy to do anything. Yeah. So it's like, I go to work, I've done my part, now I'm going home and mm -hmm. I'm just going to relax and take it easy. But yeah. I know that's what that's what I need. Yeah. Right mm -hmm. now, you know, and, and that's I know fine. The work will mm -hmm. get done. Yeah. So this, done. In a few weeks or a few days, yeah. it, it's that How energy's going to come right back and right. I'll be mm -hmm. there. But like, I need my downtime. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you need your downtime, but you're not willing to, to stop and give yourself that moment. Or to you're have waiting that. on me, mm -hmm. the person that has the energy that you right. want right. to fill you to back to fill up you. Right. right. That's another good way to What's that quote that Erica Badu said? She's like, I can be all love and something, something, but I can get real Newports and cold Yeah, 45. I can be right, sage right, and right. something. Yeah. But yeah, I know it's exactly about, what you're talking about. You know, no, it's, yes. Because it's about duality. It's about balance. It's about that, perfecting that balance. That. Nobody is going to be peaches and cream and dogs and fairies and sunflowers all damn day. If That's they just, are, it's a false reality. If they are, you you're should worry. You're psycho. Yeah, yeah you, you might worry. need to go check yourself right like, but it's it's just not that's not real and it's that's not real i really love how you both went into those spaces of checking yourself and for, i know for me over this last week my ancestors have been checking me this whole time because i was just in that space and shout out to kai i absolutely love her that is my sister for life she is one of the few people that i trust to do a reading on me 
and I'm going to have her on the show soon, too. But she uh, was talking about in her latest live reading about um, our ancestors. Not, well, she said this a couple of readings ago. Our ancestors are literally screaming at us to do better, to be stronger, to do, because they literally did not die for us to be in these right, spaces that right, we're in. Right. Some of them being self-imposed. And they're literally coming at our necks being like, if we got to yeah. drag you, we will. And they don't care. And it's like, I felt that dragging this past week. Ooh, and I too. found myself, me I too. found myself on two, no, Thursday, mm -hmm. like walking back and forth in between my altar, apologizing mm -hmm. to them. Me and being too. like, right, being like, this is why I felt this way, but that does not mean or absolve me of what I did, what I said, what I thought. Mm -hmm. And so I'm talking to them. Right now, it's three of them on my altar. It's my grandmother, my uncle, and the name of my great-grandmother, because I don't have any photos of her. Mm -hmm. So I am my aunt, my uncle's wife. So those four are on my altar. My grandmother has made a point, and I think I said this before, I'm not sure. My grandmother has made a point of she will take no shit from me or anyone else. This is not the woman, like I said, this is right. not the woman I grew up with. But getting to know her energetically, my father came to me once after saying, I do not want anything to do with him. Don't, my father died. My, my grandmother and my dad died two months apart mm. in um, 07. And I specifically said, I don't want him to come and try to connect with me. But I started smelling him. <laughs> didn't I tell y'all? No, he's there. Did not right. <laughs> didn't I, <laughs> did not tell y'all them, them that you you not gonna connect with you. Not. Right. But they said that you right. could. So I, yeah. they were like, if because all spirits don't mean well. Yeah, right. they, true. All yeah, ancestors true. don't mean well. So that's you true. could request like, hey, keep this one away from me. Right. And so I specifically requested, yo, keep my dad away from me. And because as I got older, our relationship deteriorated. And so. I was just, I don't know what I was doing. I was just laying in bed or whatever, and I had this vision. I kept smelling him. I smelled him for like two, three days. And I was like, <laughs> some, like, in my, in reality, I'm talking like this, like, yo, didn't I tell y'all to mm -hmm. not let him come forward? <laughs> Why am I smelling him? Mm -hmm. And that's what I had started to see. Like, I'm, when somebody's close to me, I will smell them. I haven't smelled this man in 11 years. Mm -hmm. So I'm starting to smell him. My grandmother came forward and was like, look, he has something to say but I'm going to be here the entire time. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like I, I got mad. I'm like, mm -hmm. what you got to say? Mm -hmm. What's going to be different? Mm -hmm. So at the time, I was doing some cord cutting, and mm -hmm. I had cord cut. We need to talk about that. Girl. Because that's where mm -hmm. I am right now. I had cut a cord with my mom. I was like, look, I can't do this no more. I energetically cut the cord between me and my mom. And he came forward, had made himself known, and was like, yo, if you cutting cords with her, cut them with me too. Oh, damn. And he said it in a way of like, all, you, all of your life, I fucked up. And I, if you're cutting cords with this one, do it with me too so you can be happy. Right, mm -hmm. right. And it frees you. And it frees me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The entire time, like I said, my grandmother, when she was on this plane, was air bit of five feet, if that. Mm -hmm. she behind him the entire time staring at him tapping her foot like come on mm -hmm. what you got to say what, get what it you, over with get it over with let's go let's space. go let's right, go right, right. come on come mm -hmm. on and he said what he had to say I took it in and was like you know what okay mm -hmm. and I decided to put him on 
basically chopping block too. But like I cut my cords with you as well. Mm-hmm. And I watched as my grandmother, my dad was probably six feet. I watched as she cut the, took this man by his collar and led him out. Like this. Right. <laughs> I watched as she went, mm-hmm, you can go now. And I watched him walk out the door. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, again, that's the version of my grandmother I never knew. Those are the ones I heard stories about. By the time I came along, she was a lot older. She was right, a lot more, right. I don't want to say docile, but she but was a lot more chill. But you know how they do, they calm down. They calm down. Mm-hmm. She... Chasing with a shoe once, but <laughs> that's the, the most I remember of her right, being right. real, like, ah, rah, rah. towards me. Real, mm-hmm. real rah-rah. <laughs> so it, it just put me in that space of, like, this very woman that energetically is still, like, I'm not going to take any shit from the people that's on this side. Why do you think I'm going to take your shit? Right, mm-hmm. right. Why am, I, why am I showing you visions and sending you things? And I'm seeing the shadows of things. Y'all showed me something back in January. I'm seeing the shadows of it pop up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, I remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why you over here saying you don't know what to do? Why you over here sabotaging yourself? Girl. I talked about that. I don't know if you've seen my post where mm-hmm. I was just like self, um, self-sabotage. Girl. Mm-hmm. It, it, it'll kill you mentally, physically, and spiritually. Right. Like, it, it's the worst thing. And that's where kind of where I feel like I'm at right now. There's mm-hmm. so much that I want to do with myself. Um, or vocally or within business. And it's like, I'm sitting back and I'm watching everybody else make their power plays. And it's like, I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I can't figure out why, or maybe even I did have the revelation as to why, because I'm doing, um, I'm learning how to read the Akashic records. Mm. And one of the girls that I'm practicing with, um, one of the ladies I'm learning from is in India. Um, And this is like her platform and what she does. Okay. Um, and okay, <laughs> so I had the reading, and when I was like, "What do I need to do in business or for self?" Mm-hmm. And the the girl that had read me, she was just like, "You need to forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. You've forgiven everybody else, but not once have you taken the time to forgive yourself." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and I have like I've. Forgiven everybody, like anybody mm-hmm. that has caused hurt or harm to me or made me feel uncomfortable about myself. Like I have, I went through and I've, I've done off with those debts, uh-huh. but it was just like, damn, like I haven't. And I guess I need to sit down and do it because I started to write yeah. about it, but I'm scared. Like it was three sentences, and I was like, all right, we're just gonna close no, this book yeah. here <laughs> because that would like absolve you of so much. And do I you know need what I mean? to, and it's like yeah. so like. I haven't set up my altar since I've moved. Like, and I want to create the right space mm-hmm. for this because yeah. I know it's supposed to be like this this sacred area that mm-hmm. you're in. So it's like I have the altar set, crystals and everything. Still, when it bought white candles, still yeah. haven't lit the candles. And it's like I know this is what I need to do. Spirit is telling me that I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Like I need to sit with myself. Mm-hmm. I need to sit with my ancestors. I need to say, you know, I forgive myself. I need to continue to ask them to do the work along with me. But it's like. Something in me is just like, nope, not yet. Because you know you can't backslide. (laughs) That's what it is. Because once you get started, you can't stop. You can't backslide. You can't be like, oh, whoa, 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 forgive me. No. It isn't. But that's that's where I've been at lately. Like, I know that I need to, or even when I do the work, how this greatness is going to flow in. 
because everything that I've at least read or done my research about myself is like I'm supposed to be like this public figure in the eye, speaking and sharing my truths about healing, using my hands to help heal, using yeah. my voice to help heal. Yeah. And it's like once you do that, like you said, there is no coming back. This is going to put you where you need to be. Ask me why the fuck am I scared to be in that spotlight? I have no idea. Because, because it's, you're scared because it's right. Do you feel me? I that's, do. That's why you're scared. It's right. Like, we are so afraid of our own power. It's not even it's, funny. It, it isn't. It freaks us out how powerful we really and are. And there. Like, yeah. there's things, like, I remember, so, prime example, my grandbaby. How I know my voice is powerful and I need to be using it. I'm sitting with her the other day and I'm just talking to her and I'm like, Mimi can't wait to hear you speak or wait to hear you talk. And next thing you know, she's like, Abba, ba, dad, 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 dad. Yeah, she caught that. She caught that. She caught that. I'm like, wait a minute. First off, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like, I'm just, I just said I wanted to hear you speak. She caught it. And then she, like. Just like, see, that's that manifesting. They be telling you about mm-hmm. what your you, your words, like what you speak, happens. And here she is. She just looks at me and she, like, she's just out here just speaking over your life I right got now. Right. Yeah, she is. She <laughs> is. The ancestors said. Yes, the ancestors said. And it's so funny that you should when you were bringing up the whole thing about like listening to them. Yeah. Because like, I have been having whatever conversation. I, conversations I've been having with them and they have swiftly thrown my life into a new chapter like swiftly and I've been really funny about being fully in it right right I feel you and for the past few days I Mm -hmm. keep on asking yeah because I'm I'm grateful for this swift change (laughs) and all because literally everything that I've been praying for as far as like end goal for what I want for myself yeah. since 2015 yeah. is happening right yeah. now. Right? Yeah, right. And Same. So they're like, Same. so they're looking at you. They're looking at you probably, and they're looking at me, and they're like, um, excuse us. So what are you doing then? Because we brought it. All right. My uncle said to me, my uncle that passed I away. I love last your year, uncle when you tell me about oh, him. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> my uncle says to me, he goes. Because how he lived his life, he's trying to figure out why I'm not living my life the same way. Yeah. And I don't and I don't even have not even a third of what, you know, the issues that he had. And he's looking at me like, okay, so I, he used to travel. Anything that he wanted to do, he did it. He, wor- whatever, he worked really, really hard so that he could do those right. things. And he always had the family coming together, always just living his best life. And he mm. was like, here we are. We done did some things for you. We done brought some things into your life. And you still not living your best life. What's wrong with you? Mm. Like, what are you doing? And so then I got into this thing where I'm like, well, what do you, what do you want me to do? What you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> so even, even like today, I was asking, like, what do you want me to do? And, it, and I keep getting these thoughts. And it's like, what we want you to do is put your guard down and accept what we've given you. That's all we need from you right hmm. now. We don't even need no offering. We don't need no. We need you to believe what we brought right. into your life. Right. Ooh, Jesus. Accept it. Ooh, accept it. Have the permission. <laughs> Accept it. Give yourself permission to have what you've been asking oh, for. Oh gosh! Give yourself permission to have right. Those Can I leave? Because I feel right. Give yourself permission. You've been asking for it. Why no. are you questioning it? Bruh. And that's literally what it's been I me mean. for seven months. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to tell right, you. Right, right, right. Stop questioning it. 
Stop it. Your bet your here it is, your best life, what you've requested. You feel me? Yeah. And and I and I cause literally one hundred percent I'm talking about this man that's come into my life and literally is the missing piece to a lot of things I said I want to accomplish as far as dreams are concerned. So when I look at him and I'm telling you my dreams, and you're like, what do we have to do to get started? Let's write out a plan. Let's do this. Yes. Like a real one. One that we can actually like look at the list and go check back it, it off. Check it off. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You want me to do that? Yeah, I want you to do that. I did that. He's like, all right, boom, cool, let's do this. Yeah. What? What you mean? It's like, what? It's, it's like, huh, what? It's that, you, and it's that simple mm-hmm. and it's that easy, even, even down to wanting small things like a new Celine bag, mm. bitch, okay? It's that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It might not come today, but you give it a few years, you're like, how did this $3,500 right. manifest it? Look at what, <laughs> listen, okay? And it's like, and that's, and that's, and you getting the message, and I'm getting the message because it's real, and you're probably getting it too. Yep. Now is the time to give yourself permission to accept all of the things that you have asked now. Accept it. I give myself permission to accept my deepest desires. And that's that. It's like, that's that. all that people need from us right now. Yo. And that's all that my mm. answer. My answer is like, why you keep on asking about cornbread and chicken and shit? Look, girl, don't, ain't nobody hungry right now. Right? <laughs> we don't need no, we don't need We that. good over here. We're, what we're, I need you to do. Accept what we're giving you. And then what you are getting out mm-hmm. of that will give us so much, much more, more. Yeah. than what we're actually wanting from you right now. And my answers is over here like, are you paying attention? Are you listening? <laughs> screaming at me. I'm trying yeah. to tell y'all. I, I want to say the last week they have screamed at me. I've seen the same or had the same thought over and over yeah. and over. And I'm like, you're not. Yeah. They're, they're telling you. Why? Why? Take it, action, kid. Yes. Like, just do it, and then you, yep. we'll have the next one. Like, yeah, that's it's the, true. Yes, and, 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 and that's the sad part because yeah. I know that. Like, you yes, know what I mean? like, yeah. why, why am I? I'm scared too, y'all. Don't worry. I'm right Hold here. On, look, we gonna be up. scared together. Can I just even walk right? Because even the dude, he's asking me, "What are you scared of?" I'm right here. What are you what are you afraid of? And I'm pretty sure if your blessings could be talking to you too. <laughs> Listen. They would be saying the same thing. What are you afraid of? I like, went what in, are you? I went into my I went into my job this past week and I'm so terrified. It's yours. Because I've never walked into a job where they're like, We're happy to have you. We want what you have. Even though there was a moment there on like Tuesday or Wednesday when, Wednesday when I genuinely got scared mm-hmm. because there was a miscommunication. Mm-hmm. And because if anyone knows, like Spirit has been telling me and been pulling me to Maryland for a couple years. Mm-hmm. And I had to go through everything that I went through alone for the last seven months to put me in the space that I'm in right, now. Right. So sitting in this space, they gave me this job because the answer to everybody else was like her. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody else matter. Right. This one right here. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in this space, and I just happened to ask my supervisor a question. And the way that she answered it made it seem like they made a mistake. Mm. Because I'm coming from so far right now. Mm-hmm. They knew from jump, I have every intention of moving up here as soon as possible. Right, mm-hmm. right. And there were so many things that, were, that had to be put into place. Hey, you can't really move into an apartment if you don't have a job. Mm-hmm. We need to see that you actually have a job. Right, right. So we need to see a pay stub. We need to see an offer letter. We need to see something. Mm-hmm. And then have all of those. So they were like, I need to put these pieces in this, into place. Mm-hmm. So her answer to me 
scared me because it made me it made it sound like they made a mistake. Mm. And the usual me would have fallen apart and stayed in that office and cried mm -hmm. because yet another job where I'm disposable. Mm -hmm. And so instead, because this conversation happened on the phone in her office to my office, mm -hmm. I went to her office and basically explained to her in not, in not so many terms, do not worry how I get here, just know I got here. Mm -hmm. If I am getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning to mm -hmm. get on a commuter van to get by 6, well, mm -hmm. by 4, to mm -hmm. get hit D.C. by 6, to get to my job by 7, mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to do because this right here is a manifestation of something I prayed for two years ago. Exactly. Right, so right. I'm not going to let anything mm -hmm. get in the way, not my own tiredness, mm -hmm. not my own bullshit ass thinking of well, what about this mm -hmm. I'm not even though I, I, I have the thoughts I'm still not going to let this get in my way mm -hmm. and so I'm telling I didn't tell her exactly that that's my thought process to myself yeah. but me yeah. saying do not worry about me Yeah. know that this job is the job that I want mm -hmm. right. and I will right. do whatever I need to do to make sure I am here mm -hmm. I am here for 8 hours before and after you do not need to worry about Yeah. And I said that to her, and she went, wait, well, what do you, did I say something that made you feel like we don't want you? I was like, yeah, kind of. Mm -hmm. She's like, what did I say? And I repeated it, and she's like, oh, my gosh, no. We were mm -hmm. more worried about you having to compute they were concerned so much. About you. They were concerned. Right. <laughs> but the Literally. way that she said it made it sound like we were, You're not it was a that Right. That was the way that she said it. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, well, it, it felt like that. She's yeah. like, I am so sorry. That is not what I meant. We are so happy to have you. Mm -hmm. What can we do to make this better? And everything in me felt like you did something that is out of your character. You stood up for yourself. And that's what I was going to say. Not you, outside of your character. That's who you are. That's right. who I am at my core. <laughs> that's but that's not are. who I was used to. Yeah. So uh -huh. getting I was up. Like, you just spoke up for yourself. Exactly. What, like I said, um, at first, my rec my normal reaction would be just sit here and cry. Mm -hmm. But instead I got up and said, Let me tell you why you don't need to worry about me. But you just mm -hmm. changed all kinds of like brain uh brain paths, neural uh, everything. Yeah, you you changed your whole DNA. Everything. Yeah, like you, just, you just rewired, you just rewired everything. And you I, I sat in here and and told her, Do not worry about me. I, my, my daughter now has a place where she can be on a daily, if not weekly basis, so I don't have to worry about her. I put in um, right. apartment applications in these spaces. Mm -hmm. I have every intention of moving up here. I had the intention of moving up here before I got this job. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So don't think I'm just going to be chilling in Richmond, commuting to Maryland for the rest of my life. That's like, not what's no. going to happen. She's like, oh, okay. We just we were worried because it's a long commute. I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. And she's like, well, we see the fire in you. We see the fact that you want to be here, and we want to do as much as we can to make sure you're here. So the next day, she came to my office and was like, I really want to apologize for the, for the confusion. That's dope. Please know that we take pride in the fact that you are here. Mm -hmm. So what can we do to make things easier for easier. you? So I said, well, I get here early. I commute now. I don't drive anymore. I take the first, the last two days, I had taken a bus. Mm -hmm. So... She's like, well, is it okay if we adjust your schedule so you could be here from this time to this time you can get home? Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Accommodating. For them eight hours, yeah. I mm -hmm. am here. Mm -hmm. I get here before y'all do. Mm -hmm. So please don't worry about me. Mm -hmm. And that had to put onus back on me. What do you need to do to make sure that you are straight? <laughs> yeah. Right. What, 
me carrying around a book bag now is an adjustment. Mm-hmm. Me carrying around, me going to sleep eight, nine o'clock at night to make sure that I get enough rest to wake up at three to make sure that I'm straight. And my ancestors are like, what are you willing to do? Because mm-hmm. right. we got you, right. but what are you willing to do? Right. And that means getting up instead of falling apart. Mm-hmm. That means walking into this space two and a half hours before <laughs> anybody else gets here. Mm-hmm. You already ahead. That means speaking up in a meeting. That means doing whatever you need to do to make these people know and understand that this is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. How can you change you on the broader scale? Mm-hmm. Because we brought you to this. We showed you this Mm -hmm. three years ago. Mm -hmm. And now you're manifesting it. What you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. You going to continue to sit here and cry about it? We know you want to cry. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And that's something I have learned about them is that, and that's something I had a really really hard time with within Christianity. Like, my tears don't matter. My pain doesn't matter. I Mm -hmm. read that in the scripture before. They were like, I can't remember if it was a scripture or actual sermon about how God isn't moved by your tears, he's moved by your faith. I'm like, well, can I have both? And I think that's where people get into uh, that vulnerable space, not yeah. wanting to share yeah. their tears. Because, I, I, again, using my daughter as um, a reference here, for years I was like, I don't want to cry. I don't want to yeah. cry. I don't want to be vulnerable. Yep. I don't want to be in that space where people can see me as being vulnerable because to me that looks weak. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, or not even saying that it's weak, but you know you can get yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or you know what, what you can use to maybe tear me down and see me in this space. And my daughter does the same thing. Like, she doesn't like to cry. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's beneath her crying. You, you'll never see me crying. And I'm looking at it like, damn. I got to break this down with her right. because, you know, it is, it's an emotion. We're supposed to cry. We're supposed we to are. feel. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. we're not supposed to walk around and be hard yeah. right. at all times. You right. know? As and much as people want to say that's the norm. Yeah, no, and it's right. not. It's you know not what I'm okay. saying? It's no. not at all, but... Like you said, it puts you in a, a space where you feel like you're not supposed to share that. Like you're yeah. not supposed to have that emo- emotion. Or the only time that you're supposed to cry is when everything is falling apart. No, you cry whenever you want to. <laughs> right. Whenever you right. want to. Like one of the things, this is totally sort of kind of off topic, but okay. one of the things I used to love about New York is that I could cry and wouldn't nobody be paying me no attention. <laughs> I used to get my cry on. And that's when I, look, and that was some therapy or something yeah. going yeah. on. Because yes. now I don't have no problem crying. If I'm feeling it, I'm crying. Because yep. I used to be that same way too. Like mm-hmm. I didn't want to cry. Honey, waterworks. I cry when I watch TV. I cry listen, when I watch. Listen uh, to a good song. Listen. Like, why am I crying? Cry. What? <laughs> I, I'll never forget the first time I had a good cry on the train. I just could not hold it in. I just had to cry, bro. Listen. And I was like, oh, my God, this is about to be so embarrassing. I got my ass in the corner. When I tell you, nobody was bothered. <laughs> oh, my, oh, wow. Oh, I'm sobbing, ho. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs>